I saw. I said, hey, you three women, why are y'all walking down the street that way? There's nothing down there. And they flew away. I saw oh, them with some birds. <laughs> is that is that the same guy with the fire in the buttholes? No, it's not. I wish it was. Is that Bishop Bullwinkle? I wish it was Bishop Bullwinkle, too. I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. All it says is my dad saying something <laughs> funny. <laughs> not my dad. Not my dad. All right. Welcome back to the Not Religious Podcast, everybody. I am Blake. And I am Brian. And you probably heard a third chuckle in there this week. We have the return of Claire. We didn't have any of that music. We should have did the cloud. The crab. Yeah. And you can hear her this time. I know. So I'm so sorry that that was the most listened to episode and the audio is pure crap. It's not my fault. No, it's it's, it's all Brian's fault. (laughs) What? 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 um, I'm so glad you're back. Thanks for having me. We're gonna we're gonna make this one a whole lot better Hopefully. than the first time. Hopefully, yeah. So Claire's with us this week. She's back in town. Um, hit us up, and we're so excited to have her back. And she brought along with her tons and tons of conspiracy theories. Yes, I'm so excited. I did. But before we get to that, oh, Brian, yeah. um, I have some news for everybody. <laughs> You're an idiot. I love it. Ah, okay. What, what is your news? All right. So the news this week that I have to present to everybody is Blink-182's Tom DeLong has a new History Channel show about aliens. No, he out. does not. I'm I have serious. not seen this on... It's it's on pitchfork.com. Okay. I watch the History <laughs> Channel every freaking night, and I have not seen this not once. It premieres in May. That's why. It's coming oh, out. Okay. Uh, former Blink-182 guitarist Tom DeLong has executive produced a new limited series for the History Channel about, you guessed it, aliens, unidentified inside... Oh, hold on, hold on. This, the show is called Unidentified Inside America's UFO Investigation. It's a six-part, one-hour series that will premiere in May. The series will feature interviews with Louise Elizion, Eliz, El, Elizondo. Are you Lu- familiar Lewis. with that? Louis? Yeah. Louise. Okay, sorry. Louise. Louise. Louis. Um, a former military official and special agent in charge of the Pentagon's Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. Yeah, he's the one that released the two uh, videos of the fighter jets that were tracking an, uh, a UFO. Like, legit. Like, he smuggled them out of the DOD and, like, released them on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. So, all of you that are eager for a blink reunion with Tom DeLong. It's not going to happen, but at least he's here to tell us about the aliens. Yeah, and he's a part of the disinformation. So he's he's helping prepare society for disclosure. So the government's like objective is to get a celebrity that people know and trust Mm. or whatever and have them help disseminate information little by little out to the public to get us used to the fact that there's freaking aliens all over the place. Surprised you hadn't and, heard about this. And who better than Tom DeLong to sit here on Earth, stare up at that big black sky, and ask, Where are you? <laughs> are we alone? Oh. I don't trust Tom DeLong. You don't? What's no. wrong with you? It's Tom DeLong. I don't I just don't trust him. I'm All sorry. Right, whatever. Well yeah. I have no opinion. <laughs> you have no opinion? Not on this. <laughs> okay. 
Well, so cl- like we said, Claire's back with us, and we're stoked. Um, we've got some conspiracy theories to go over. The first podcast we did with her sucked. The, the audio sucked. It's not your fault. It's the topic sucked. It's Brian's fault. The topic didn't suck. The topic was awesome. Topic it was, was hot. It was, it a was hot very topic. hot. Mm-hmm. This is also a hot topic. Mm-hmm. Yes, true. Different true, hot truth. truth. Yeah, what kind of feedback did you get from the first? Yeah. Other uh, take the audio out of it. Um, it was it was all audio feedback. All the audio. Uh-huh. Well. At least people listen. Oh, I did get one. I'm sorry from somebody. <gasps> did you really? That's what yeah. we wanted. Just we one. It. We did it. <laughs> High five. Come on. High five. Solid. Yes. Mission awesome. accomplished. Good. See, we're doing something. Yeah. So we're bringing awareness. <laughs> <laughs> we're bringing awareness yeah. to people. That's what we do. That's what we do. And yeah, we do that. And I stick my foot in my mouth regularly. Uh huh. So, yeah. So <laughs> that's what we do. I don't mean to. Like I'm all I'm good hearted. Yeah. I just don't know how to alliterate myself <laughs> if that's a word. All right, let's get to these conspiracies. Yeah. Theories. So uh you sent me a list earlier I and did. I've got an email with some articles that I'll pull up and see if I can read through. Well, uh, I've got something for you guys before we oh, start. Wait, oh, okay, okay, before we get because there. we can't talk about conspiracy theories without your tinfoil hats. <gasps> oh, so oh, yes. look at us. Oh no. This is gonna be so good. So you know it's real. But we got to have some tin foil. I'll make one. You didn't make them? You're a lot better than I am at that. At making tin foil hats? Yeah. That's what you do on the rig. Okay. <laughs> well, you knew about the disinformation, so yeah, probably have one ready yeah. already. So while Brian is making, excuse me, the tin foil hats. I'm going to mute my mic. <laughs> so people can't. <laughs> um. Yeah, the audio is going to be so much better this time. Um, isn't this more of a legit setup? It is. Look at that. All three of us have Macs. <laughs> this is my wife's Mac, though. This is not mine. This is not my wife's I just, Mac. I just look like <laughs> This is the worst freaking tinfoil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't really mean for you to literally make a tinfoil. Oh. oh. <laughs> look at all that tinfoil. It was just, just for the goof. No. I thought it was arts and crafts time. <laughs> we owe you a roll of tinfoil. I bought it's it come just out for the budget. this. So. That's gonna. That's what's gonna. Uh, that's gonna break our budget. Yeah. Sponsored by. Yeah, our good uh, home tinfoil. Our first sponsorship. <laughs> a little Don't bit that buy we make it. From it, we're gonna have to Don't buy it. Crap. <laughs> oh man. It. Well. All right. Well, let's hop right into it. Let's. Yes. Uh, what's what? Which one do you want to talk about first? It's really up to you guys. Really up to us? Uh, well, let's, just, uh, let's go off the list. Yeah, okay. I, I want to give the most time to the fluoride. Yeah, because so I don't let's know save anything that. about it. Okay. Let's save and that. I, I want to be educated. Yeah. I'm very passionate about fluoride. Well, yeah, good. yeah. I want, I want to know the most about that. So let's go with um, one of my personal favorite, Moon Landing. Oh, yeah, that is a good one. That's this could be a zone podcast. Yeah. Ooh. Which I think we've touched on the a little bit the moon landings before. Yeah, a um, little bit. The biggest one, obviously, being that uh, the moon landing was filmed in a studio. Stanley Kubrick, 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 in, that guy, Kubrick, uh, director of The Shining, two thousand one, Space Odyssey, Clockwork Orange, yeah, things of that sort. The moon landing. The moon, the moon landing. landing. His most famous <laughs> being the moon landing. Yeah. I, the the thing that sticks out 
to me the most about that is 2001 Space Odyssey mm-hmm. was done so close, yeah, time frame wise mm-hmm. to the the moon landing, like it just all makes sense to mm-hmm. me. Um, so I'm I'm split on the moon landing. Like I think it's two one of two things. I think it's You're either split. Yeah, we didn't go. Well, <laughs> we either, didn't go then. Either we went and saw something on the moon that was like way too powerful for the government to tell people about, or we didn't go because the the astronaut program at, at the time was just crap. And oh, yeah, we 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 did not have. The technology. To it's be more technology in a watch mm-hmm. today yep. than what there was to be able to send someone to the moon. Oh, by far. Mm-hmm. See, I kind of, I'm kind of in the same vein. Either, obviously, what was shown was not actually what happened if we were on the moon. Yeah. In my opinion, in my opinion, these are all theories. Please do not sue me, NASA. Um, <laughs> Dang, they're coming for it. I never even thought about that. <laughs> Hey, if we didn't get sued by the Church of Scientology for calling the really cult, then I think we're good. Y'all. Dude, they followed us on Instagram. Yeah, the Church scary. of Scientology in England. England, I think. Britain. Yeah, followed us on Instagram. So, you, and all I did was post a picture of L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah. So. <laughs> Anyways, I think there are a couple of different things. So, I think the footage was either pre-recorded on the moon. Let's say we went. Let's say that's the real footage mm-hmm. from the moon. Definitely did not happen the day that they said it happened at the time that they said it happened. Mm-hmm. Because the likelihood that they could live stream the lunar landing yeah. from the moon yeah. to everyone is absurd. I can't even FaceTime someone one room over without lag. Right. So and they act like they had perfect, you know, broadcasting capability. Well, it wasn't live in America. You know, it was bounced off of like four different uh, radio towers or television towers, so that the signal actually came down in Australia, right? Right. And then it was that. bounced over and bounced over and bounced over. So what America saw was a recording, regardless, right? Because what they had to do is record um, the footage that came down in Australia. You know, air quotes, right? Um, they had to record that and then send that on to other broadcast stations because they didn't have the technology to be able to, mm-hmm. to like you said, broadcast live. Yeah, we still don't. Not right. from the moon. No, no. It's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, even the stuff that we, air quotes, get from the uh, uh, space station mm-hmm. is all recorded. Mm-hmm. Like, there, it, it is a digital recording that we get. Nothing is live. It can't be live. There's no way for it to be live. The signal cannot travel that far. It just cannot. And if you go ask spirits, if you go, if you go They're ask uh, NASA now where those um, original tapes are, They're guess gone. what they'll tell you? They don't have them. Yeah, we lost them. I love. There's one employee that says, "You know what I think happened is we recorded over them." Yeah, like it's someone's birthday party. No. <laughs> what oh, the I'm sorry, dear. I accidentally taped over our wedding. I recorded the game. <laughs> What the crap? But think about this. <laughs> Even with recording over it, these aren't like VHS tapes. These are huge, yes. like 30-inch in diameter <laughs> like reels, reels of tape. Yeah. Right. That, you sure you got the right one? 
Right. Uh, or, okay. Looks okay to me. The other argument they say is, even if we had it, we couldn't play it back. It's a film strip. Like, how mm. difficult would that be to convert? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's films from like the from Charlie Chapman. Yeah. Or Chapman, whatever his Chaplin. name is. Yeah. You know, it's all silent film. They mm-hmm. can convert that crap. Mm-hmm. Why can't you convert the moon landing? Yeah. Because it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Or it did. I think we went. But like you said... I think there's some crazy stuff on the We moon. didn't go back because we saw something we weren't supposed to. I so, definitely ooh. don't think we landed ever. No, I think I think we kind of got up there and was like, <laughs> this was a mistake. Well, just to get to the moon, it it's not a straight, like, okay, let's just fly out to the moon. There's a couple of radiation belts between us and the moon that you have to pass through where the, the freaking gamma radiation is enough to make Bruce Banner into a Hulk times 10. Mm. Like that's, I mean. You don't want that. Right. And so we're supposed to believe that something as thin as this tinfoil literally protected the astronauts going through this this radiation belt. Yeah. I, I just. I have a question too. Kind of skimming through this article that you sent me earlier. Uh, talking about like how the horizon looks mm-hmm. on the moon. How much smaller is it than Earth? It's a lot smaller. But yeah. yeah. It is. There's no curve there either. Uh-oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, well, there is a, um, there, I, I forget the number, but I, I, the, the moon is the, all right, uh, 144,000 miles away from Earth. I think it's like 240,000, Two, 244, something like that. Um, and then the sun the distance from the moon to the sun is equivalent to that, like 240 million miles mm-hmm. or, or, or whatever. So for the, the chances of that, and that's how we get s- solar eclipses, mm-hmm. is because the moon is the exact size that it is and the distances are just right for those things to be, be able to happen. Have you guys ever thought about what if the moon itself is a satellite? Put Whoa. here by an alien race. Whoa. Yeah. See? All the time. All the time. The Also, the moon is one quarter the size of the Earth. Yeah. So, And okay. it's proportional. Yeah. Like, it's not like maybe a quarter. It's exactly a freaking quarter. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, this is kind of tangential, but there's all kinds of theories that human beings are uh, like seed creatures from aliens that were just put there and then there's an alien base on the dark side of the moon and right. they just kind of watch watching it. yes yeah. so that's the whole i'm gonna lose uh, my job ancient astronaut theory stuff oh, no. <laughs> what you said you gonna lose my job are you i work in education <laughs> oh, oh no common core here <laughs> none <laughs> nothing but the truth yeah so they uh, they did a test. So what they did is they took one of the um, the observers that was uh, orbiting the moon, and they crashed it into the moon on purpose. And the reason they did that is to record the seismic activity that was happening on the surface of the moon. So to get the denseness of it, the density of the moon. So when they did it, when they crashed their uh, their satellite or whatever into the moon. It rang like a bell, as if it were hollow. Stop. And that's from NASA. 
that's that's not from foilhat.com. I mean, that's <laughs> I mean, that's is that a real NASA. website. I don't probably foilhat.com. Probably. Have you guys ever looked at like the structures on the moon? Yes. Like the looked at pictures or whatever of um, NASA photoshopping stuff out of the the pictures or whatever. There's ancient structures or current structures on the moon that NASA has photoshopped out or whatever. And you can tell they're photoshopped. I mean, there's there's no explanation for it. There is a foilhat.net, by the way. Okay. I'm scared to click on it. Here's another fun fact. You know, every image, every stock image of the Earth that we have comes from one of five photos taken. So we, and, and they were taken in 1972, I do believe. So everything that we have in textbooks, online, whatever, everything that we refer to the earth uh, as far as an image is one of those five photos taken. Why the crap is it 2019 and we don't have a current photo of what's going on with earth, what's going on around earth or anything like that? Even the photos of the moon that NASA is providing us are from the 70s. And they say, like, Hubble can't take a clear picture, but it can take a picture of Pluto. It can take a picture of itself? Yeah, so that doesn't add up to me no. at all. How, how does the Hubble take a picture of itself? I want to know that. The really big selfie stick. Selfie stick, yeah. <laughs> Astronomical. You're, you're right, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll be here all week. But how the crap does, how does it take a picture of Pluto, but we can't get the moon? But amateur... Uh, astrologist can can show us live uh, pictures of the moon. Did you know the moon is a different color than what we know? Like we all think it's gray or dark gray or whatever. It's it's actually colorful. It's actually like blue and hues of green and stuff like that. Yeah, we we see it through our atmosphere and it it represents as as that gray color. But if you get a power in, powerful enough telescope and start seeing it and then switch the uh, um, telescope to infrared to see the true colors of it you can you can actually see the hues of color that are represented on the moon but it's all black and white everything we got is black and white from the moon Hmm. you know that Neil Armstrong actually refused to swear on the bible that he walked on the moon yeah, Did, have you ever seen the interview of those guys, of those three guys, when they came back, like like the day after or whatever? Didn't one of them say they saw like structures yeah. when they landed? Yeah, and they were like, Don't yeah. Say that. The other guy like leaned in and whispered into his ear. Yeah, and he's like, well, what I meant to say was, <laughs> what I what had happened was is this had really happened. No, but these guys look like they just witnessed a train wreck. And they're sitting there in front of these microphones and everyone's asking them questions. And they just, they're staring off literally into space. Like, right. what the crap are we doing here? Are we just lying through our teeth? Yeah. Or did we see something that we weren't supposed to see? You want to play the video of um, Buzz Aldrin refusing to swear on the Bible? Yeah. All right. You got it? I got it pulled, Neil got it pulled Armstrong. up. Who'd I say? Buzz Aldrin. Oh, sorry. Neil I think Armstrong. he's the one who said he saw the structures, though. Yeah. Um, Neil Armstrong. Armstrong was the one that actually had a little bit of integrity. And, you know, after uh, the moon landing, Buzz and the other guy, 
went around and did book signings and stuff like that. Neil Armstrong, like guilty conscience. Yeah. He was shook. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. He mm-hmm. he he didn't do anything. He like kept low. He didn't want any part of things. Yeah, you got? You got? this this is the video here. I'll play a little clip of it. Mr. Armstrong, Bart Several, ABC Digital. Wanted to give you the opportunity to swear on the Bible that you walked on the moon. Will you put your left hand on the Bible and swear to God that you walked on the moon? Gentlemen. Mr. Cyber. Yes? <clears throat> if you really walked on the moon, why would you not do that? So why don't you just put the end to the record in the argument and put your hand on the Bible, swear to God you walked on the moon. Mr. Cyber, yeah. knowing you, that's probably a fake Bible. Oh. Really? Well, no, it's a real Bible. You have the opportunity to have $5,000. The meeting is not open. Well, yeah, $5,000 cash. You can give it to charity if you swear on the Bible. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> That's some background music. Yeah, there's some it. background oh, music in that one. But no, that's, thought, you know, he just won't do it. He keeps walking away. He's like, nope, nope, nope. So, because I think he actually had a little oh, integrity yeah, he's, over it. And, and he's like, I don't want to lie. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. And I, another thing I've heard too is if you go back and watch The Shining, apparently that's uh, Stanley Kubrick's. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. Um, Stanley, that's his um, basically his admission of guilt, yeah, his confession. Yeah, because uh, there's all kinds of Easter eggs in it. Mm-hmm. Interesting, based on the moon landing. Yeah, watch um, Room Two Thirty Seven. Yeah. I think is what it's called. Yeah, on uh, Netflix. I think it's still on Netflix. Okay. It's all about The Shining, and it's all the. Uh, all the Easter eggs he threw in, not only for the moon landing, but for like, what was it? Uh, Native American genocide and all kind of stuff. It's wild. Yeah. It's been a few years since I've watched it. I want to yeah. go back and watch it again. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, is that all we got for moon landing? That's all I got. Okay. Anything else? I mean, I got lots more, but we really? can move throw, on. No, throw something else at. No, it's uh, okay. It's more about the video. So like there's all oh, kinds please, of things yeah. that prove how the video will suggests that the video is not actually real. Oh, yeah. um, the crosshairs that lay behind some of the, the objects. Oh, yeah, like mm-hmm. the optical crosshairs. Yeah, so there's the optical crosshairs, and you can tell where like one of the horizontal lines goes behind a rock, but that's not how crosshairs work. Right, they're supposed to be on top of the right. image. <laughs> where they're supposed <laughs> to be on the lens. Um, there's one of the rocks that has a C written on it, oh. and they say that it's like, one of the the prop you know rocks that's supposed to be in a certain spot like ABC and oh they didn't turn God. it around so there's the C is facing the camera um when they put the flag down the flag waves yeah so yeah. like yeah. someone flags been a big mod podge the flag to mm-hmm. be still but when they put it down it obviously still moved because there's air moving around and but there's no atmosphere on, on the moon on the so moon. that's impossible right it's a vacuum right um, there's more things. There's no sc- no stars at all in any of the film. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Um, they said they it's say like when you're on, like when you're on earth and the sun's out, you can't see the stars. Yeah. But you can see the darkness of space. Right. So that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I think someone, I, I was listening to something earlier about the moon landing and, uh, they, I think they mentioned something about if from the video, footage you should it should be super bright um because of atmosphere and what have you like that's why they appeared that way but it, it's supposed to be really bright on the moon well the moon is the Something the, like the surface of the moon is reflective uh-huh. you know and not reflective like you know a guy riding a bike down the road but the kind of like snow right exactly mm-hmm. so when light when the light shines on it you're gonna get 
that it's going to respond back with color towards you. So why? Yeah, I don't. That that that, that doesn't make any sense to yeah. me. In the photos, you can also see shadows going in different directions, like there's prop lights, different mm. sources of light. Right, but. People try to debunk that by saying that the surface is reflective. So the light coming from the sun would refract and then cause a different shadow or something. Oh, it's not that reflective. Exactly. It's not tin foil. Uh, <laughs> like it doesn't refract that much. <laughs> but it's like huge objects that have two shadows. Yeah. Right. Which right. makes no sense unless you're on a set. Um, they talk about sometimes it looks like the astronauts get jerked back, like they're pulled with wires. Um, oh, like like when they when they're on the ground or whatever mm-hmm. they need to they stand like try up. to move and they get like jerked across. Oh my! To help make it the, look like they're like, like floating. They're floating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my lord! Um, oh, there's no hole at all where the rover is or where the spacecraft lands. Like there's no indention at all. Oh yeah, yeah I mean that has uh, it has a jet on the bottom of it. Right. It's a it's a rocket. Yeah. No, no, it's not a rocket, but it has an engine on it, and it's facing downward. So you would think that when it would go to land and move some force, dust, or it would, it'd create a hole it would, or something, it would make a crater. It definitely mm-hmm. would. Imagine if that happened, you know, in your front yard. Right. It's yeah. gonna it's yeah. gonna move, tear something up. Yeah. Well, and if their footprints could make such you know distinct. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Marks. Mm. How would a how would a craft landing on the surface of the moon not, not cause some sign of Ooh. kind of disturbance? Um, let's see. That might be all I have. Clear dropping the knowledge, and it's all because we just wanted to one up Russia. Russia. Um. Oh, and then some people use the moon rocks as a like. Oh well, there are moon rocks, so we obviously went. But then. Theorists like me like to say um, there's this guy, Werner von Braun. I'm sure I'm not saying that right, but he did one of the first explorations to Antarctica. And he, it's very common knowledge that like lunar meteorites and things like that, like right. landed in Antarctica all the time. Right. And so they just say that when he went down there, he just scooped them up and then brought them back and said, here you go. This is proof that we landed. Which I wouldn't put past von Braun because he was a Nazi. Oh yeah, so he was part of Project Paperclip. So Project mm. Paperclip was all the Nazi scientists that Germany had. Well, we split them with Russia, and Werner Braun, von Braun was actually the head of NASA. He was the head of our NASA space program, uh, and he Good was, call. and he was the one that made the V two rockets. He he made the rockets that basically demolished France. All right. And then nice guy. And then yeah. we bring him over to the US and he goes down to Disney World and him and Walt Disney are boys. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. And him Good old Von Braun, he's a Nazi. And yet we're all here driving Ford. Yeah. <laughs> I just walked outside and I was like it's a Ford party up in here. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got? Um all the technology for the actual spacecraft is gone. All the blueprints are gone. They've destroyed yeah, all of why, the information why? on how NASA's we got deal? to the moon. Well, yeah, what what's up with that? Like, why why destroy things if you're not trying to hide things? It's like if I drove here and then I lit my car on fire before right. I came inside. Like, yeah, yeah, I got here, but I don't really need to go back ever. <laughs> yeah, we already went. Why would we go back? It's <laughs> a great analogy. That's really yeah, good. That is. Oh, yeah, you, you have something to hide. That's the only reason. Mm-hmm. 
and more people should be raising their eyebrows. But NASA is going to deny it all day long. Yeah. They deny every single claim that the moon landing was a hoax, and they won't give in. No, you know, maybe we got there, but I, I really agree with you that we probably orbited around and said, oh, crap, mm-hmm. and threw something together, sent it out, and then came back and had to, you know, cover our butts. So what would happen if NASA just said, all right, you got us? Well, that's we a part it. of the disclosure project with Tom DeLonge. That's a that's this whole thing to say. You can't just drop it on the people. You can't just drop it on people. You have to like wean them into it, and then you say, "Listen, guys, we did this to protect you. We knew about this, but the reason we didn't tell you was for your safety. We wanted to protect you and not tell you about this stuff." Yeah, they really protected JFK too. You know, have you heard that's the reason Marilyn Monroe got killed? Oh, yeah. Is because she was going to out what was going on with the space program, what was going on with uh, knowledge of UFO technology and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So they they whacked her. Mm -hmm. I've also heard that she got whacked because she was going to expose the Kennedys for being part of the Illuminati. Oh. See, I don't know much about the Illuminati. I don't know much about... I, I do know that... Um, uh, gosh, what is his dad's name? Mm-mm, what is Kennedy's dad's name? Gosh, I'm a, I'm such a Kennedy buff too. Yeah, uh, we just learned that Chris Pratt is a Kennedy. Yeah, what? He's about mm-hmm. to be a Kennedy. Or about that makes to be. sense. Mm-hmm. He's marrying uh, Elizabeth Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, you can still change your mind. Yes, you can. <laughs> I'm right here. Um, but anyway, JFK's dad, uh, he. He was a, a big contributor to uh, Hitler. Patrick. Patrick, <laughs> oh, Patrick Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah. Okay. He, he made his fortune uh, bootlegging. So that's how he initially made his money was during Prohibition. And he was an American Nazi. Hmm. So, there, so there could be an Illuminati. I don't know much about the Illuminati. I need to look up more on the Illuminati. Yeah, all I know um, is Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yeah. yeah. That's all I know. So the Kennedys are supposedly, there's like, the Rothschilds. There's like the seven. It's either seven or th- it's definitely 13. 13 family lines and the Kennedys are one family line. Um, makes sense. Yeah. Definitely makes sense. All right. I've got more stuff on NASA, but I don't have any more moon stuff. What you got on NASA? Um, Have you heard of Michael Collins and the spacewalk? Mm-mm. I sent something to you on it mm-hmm. and... We should definitely link this out if we can. Let me think. Let me think. I will. So is Michael, that where the tether got? Get go ahead. Go ahead. So Michael Collins was like one of the first guys to do the spacewalk, right? And his photo was completely faked of him mm. performing the spacewalk. Wow. Yeah. Like, this is it's, crazy. It's not even a conspiracy in my mind. Like it's just factual. Um, you gonna look that up, Brian? So I there I'm is, looking at a picture of it right now. Yeah. Look up Michael Collins spacewalk. He. So before he was supposed to do this spacewalk, NASA was running a campaign to like hype Americans up about it. Right. Um, and so they sent out this training photo of Collins in an anti-gravity airplane. And he's they're like, they take him up high enough and fast enough that there's almost no gravity and they're kind of floating and they get to practice before they go out to space. And so then when the spacewalk happened, they released a photo of Collins oh spacewalking. It's just an inverted image. That's all it's, it is. And they cut out the, and they cut it's out not, the background. It's not even 
like you guys didn't take two pictures of him in the plane. <laughs> you couldn't have used another picture. I know that's you just guys lazy. just you, you had one picture. That's just, just lazy. lazy. Wow. Right? Like that's not even a theory. That I just, can do a better job of cutting out an image on Snapchat right now. They could have yeah. like bent his right knee or like moved his arm. Yeah. But wow. there's it's irrefutable. Like it's obviously the same photo. And you can tell And they used it multiple times yeah. on different different I know this one they just laid him down flat. Yeah, and then they just put him on a completely <laughs> black background. Yeah. It's just him laying down. He's just laying on his back in the air. <laughs> like you could definitely tell that they messed with the contrast and everything just to make it to like blur the edges yeah, where they yeah. oh my <laughs> took gosh. out the background. But they yeah. left that thing in his hand too. You could have taken that out. Like, so, so yeah. here's the deal. Like, if they're willing to lie to us about that, what else are they willing to lie to us about? Oh, it's a great thing you asked. So, <laughs> we're gonna so talk we were about talking about the the photos of the Earth, right? So there's yeah. a few stock images. Did you know that most of those stock images are made from satellites? orbiting the earth that take like these strip like images right mm-hmm. and then they paste them all together right if you zoom in on those pictures there's multiple areas where there's like copied and pasted cloud formations or land masses they're they're hiding something so does that does that tell us that the earth is flat yeah are we getting into flat earth i mean we definitely can yes. Let, let's transition with that into flat earth because earth. I've been trying to watch some documentaries on Flat Earth. Logan Paul's coming out with one. Shameless oh, really? Blood. Okay. Oh, wow. Maybe he can. He's psycho, so I'm sure it he will is be psycho. Well done. Yeah. And I know so that gonna he kind of it's going to be entertaining. Flat a while back. So I'm all about watching a train wreck. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he's just trying to get some followers back after yeah. the yeah. Suicide Forest stuff. Yeah, that was so. crazy, man. Yeah. I can't believe that really happened. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I've been trying to watch a couple of documentaries on Flat Earth mm-hmm. at night like laying in bed and like while Lee is sleeping and she wakes up and she's like, turn those because they're all like, they're, they're not professionally done. No, it's all just yeah. guys on YouTube. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. You know, and she's like, that is ranting. so annoying. The, but I, I did, there is one on um, Netflix. Really? On about flat earth, but it, it is mostly, Poking fun oh. at the flat earthers. You can't do that. Can't well, do when you say that. that they're crazy, it discredits everything that they're saying. Of course. How can they be crazy and right at the same time? You can't. You can't. So, all right. Let's. Um, so, the theory of the flat earth is that what? Antarctica well, surrounds us as yes. an ice wall. It's a circle. Right. Pr- so, much. The, the theory is that the earth is not actually a spherical solid but in fact something that is completely flat in a plane so if you were watching um uh avengers um age of ultron Mm. and Mm -hmm. when jacovia floated up yeah you know when he made it like detach from the earth so the the earth was flat up in the sky but it, it had continual shape going down like it had bedrock and everything like that so that is what i picture when i picture flat earth or like a cupcake or a cupcake it's something that's flat on the bottom <laughs> and round on the top yeah that right. makes sense um so basically the theory is that the earth is flat it's on a planar surface um planet is just the word plane with a t on the end Ooh. so Ooh. let that sink in um 
and that Antarctica serves as an ice wall that goes around the perimeter of the Earth. Um, and this model is actually the planetary model that's used on the UN flag. Yes, and I, I sent just you a picture saw of that. Yeah, yeah I just so pulled that up. That's it's, that's wild. It's like if you took the globe and just unfurled it from mm-hmm. Antarctica and then spread it out. Yep. Um, and then it has the branches on the sides, which is said to represent Antarctica as the ice wall. So the sun and moon revolve around us, then. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And they're they're smaller, I, I would assume. Um. In this theory. It's not really relevant. It's not? No. Okay. So we're kind of jumping ahead, but the I'm flat sorry. earth. No, it's okay. The flat earth theory um, puts a lot more emphasis on the fact that we were created for like right. a special purpose. Right. Um, like a terrarium almost. Yeah, exactly yeah. like a terrarium. Um, so the theory about Antarctica serving as the perimeter gets a lot of traction because in the 50s, the UN basically signed this treaty that said like no one's going there. Like, we're all staying out. You can send a couple scientists down there, but they're going to be watched like hawks. Um, you can't go down there unless you tell us beforehand. No one's right. going to fly over it. No one's going to do anything like that. Right. And they think it's – flat earthers think it's because you can't go over it. There's Ooh. there's no way. Ooh, wow. Wow. And Which also What's makes it? global warming a huge thing because if we lose Antarctica – we lose what's holding us on. Oh, so that, that, I mean, that's a huge thing. You know, the science community is saying, <laughs> you know, pump the brakes because global warming is real. And it, like you said, if, if that's, so that's our barrier, keeping our water, keeping everything on, on, oh, wow. it's like a plate with a lip. And if you lose the lip, everything falls off. Mm. Wow. Um, so I, I also read that there's no flights that can be tracked on the southern hemisphere between um, Australia and Antarctica. Hmm. Like there's no, there's nothing there. Um, like you can go on the flight path tracker online and mm-hmm. track flights, but no flights ever fly through there. Saying basically because it doesn't exist. Right. Because the only reason it would exist is if there was a globe. Right. And it would be a quicker trip to go from there, from like Australia down and around. To, to like get, South America. Right. Yeah. Right. I was talking about this with Monica the other day. She was like, well, why would you ever have to fly, you know, over it? I was like, well, that makes a lot of sense if you're going from, like you said, like from South America to Australia or South Africa to south america like yeah, it makes more yeah. sense to go down and around instead of over and there's chains of islands all through there oh yeah you know so it's not like it's just vast ocean i mean there there are human beings that live in, in between those areas so i don't know like why aren't there any fl- flights being recorded through there that that's something that that piqued my interest i don't know if i buy into flat earth um simply because why like what? What's the why lie? You know what I'm saying? Like why? Why perpetrate the Earth is round? I know. Um, it, it. I don't know. It, it just. It, is it something to do with cre- creationism, like with the church? I guess to perpetrate that. No, because a lot of flat earthers actually use biblical scripture to mm-hmm. back up they what do. they're talking about. And I've got it pulled up here. I do too. Do you? Um. Can we go back to the plane thing really quick? Yes. Yeah. So another another good example that I heard on a YouTube video that I watched is 
um, like, there's a plane flying from the Philippines to Los Angeles. Halfway through the flight, this woman, her water breaks. She starts going into labor. They're like, okay, we got to land right now because this Mm -hmm. woman's having a baby. So they're going from the Philippines to Los Angeles. Should be a straight shot shot. on a globe, right? Straight Mm -hmm. shot. They could either turn around, go back to the Philippines, or keep going to Los Angeles. Really nothing in between on a globe. They end up landing in Alaska for her to have her baby, which Mm. makes no sense. If you look at it on a globe, they'd have to go, you know, swing up north and go. But if you put the earth flat, straight shot. Mm. Alaska's right on the way. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like, what the, why the crap would you go up? I don't know, but like if you look at that, miles. if you, even if you just look at the UN map, if you draw a, a straight line from the Philippines to Los Angeles, you go right through Alaska. Mm, that Gosh. child was sent for us Let to us discover know. the truth. <laughs> <laughs> what is that child's name? I have no idea. Flat Pythagoras. Flat. <laughs> it, Pythagoras was the first one to tell us about a globe or a rounded Earth. And or the spherical Earth or whatever, and that was done in 500 BC. And we're just taking it at face value. Yep, we're gonna go with that. Yeah, that right. makes sense. So 500 BC, homeboy says, okay, it's round, and no one has challenged it since. Like the path, and it says even the Pythagorean theorem, the theory of it. Yeah has been disproven or there's been counter arguments for it. If the earth is round, how can this happen? If the earth is round, how can the horizon and this and um, time and time again, there's been a mileage test. So basically what it, what it says is if, if you're, um, if you're standing on one point on land and, and we'll even say it's flat, uh, the same elevation, uh, sea le- uh, above sea level within three miles you should see a deviation in the curvature of the earth so i should not be able to see if and if it's flat ground if i have a binoculars or a telescope if i'm here and blake is across from me i should not be able to see blake even if it's flat ground because of the curvature of the earth over three miles he should deviate that much. And yet, like you can, it, it's been disproven time and time and time and time again. So homeboy in 500 BC. It's just wrong. I, I mean, he. why hasn't anyone else just. He hadn't been up that high. <laughs> right. Well, like so the technology. The theorists say that they keep pushing the earth being round because the idea that we're just on a rock hurling through space makes us really insignificant, makes us really susceptible to following, makes us really susceptible to listening. Hmm. And so we become much more sheep-like. Oh, boy. But if you think, like, this is all for me, like, this earth was made for me, Hmm. I'm being watched, I'm being cared for, I've been put in this environment to be loved and thrive, you don't feel insignificant. Yeah, the... the uh, and and we'll say alien, well, the extraterrestrial uh, watchers, if you will, implanted some sort of DNA into Cro-Magnon Man uh, to make us into Homo sapiens yeah. because they can't find the missing link in between. I would is argue that, that but that no, no, no. 
No. That's a whole oh, other podcast. Oh, is it? Um, yeah, that's just a biology lesson, but they they pretty much figured it out. Oh, they have figured yeah. it out. I, Don't ask my dad. He gets really mad about this. But About the missing link? Yeah. <laughs> I always say I'm the missing link. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyways, they pretty much figured it out. Um, so, so it's not the fact that that DNA was mixed with... No, uh, I've actually erectus. never heard that theory. Yeah, I, I've heard something that, you know, extraterrestrial... I'm kind of into it. Uh, DNA was mixed with Homo erectus to make Homo sapien because Homo erectus wasn't advancing advancing enough. They didn't have the the brain power to advance into civilization. So the extraterrestrials interfered. Know, did, did some you know DNA work and and we are the product of that aliens. And that's why we have I love it. A, yeah. The ancient astronaut theory is where that. All comes from. That's What's cool. the guy's name with the hands and the hair? Giorgio Tosicolis. Aliens. Aliens. With the board. <laughs> that was me today writing everything. Okay, so let's go back to these Bible verses. Yeah. Because I think it is really interesting that the flat earthers use Old Testament verses to talk about, well, and New Testament. They kind of delve into Revelation, which I know you love. Um, so. One of the main ones they use is from Genesis. So Genesis 1, verses 6 through 8. And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and in the evening and the morning were the second day. So basically they use this to say, like, there's ground, there's water, there's atmosphere above it. So like, and a, that's heaven. Yeah. So there's like the atmosphere, and above the atmosphere is the heavens. Yeah. The sky. Yeah. The, so the, like the space. Yeah, space, heaven, whatever you want to call it, and then there's the atmosphere, which serves as a dome, the sky, and like clouds and all that, and then flat Earth and water. Wow. Uh-huh. I mean, what what else you got? So I've also got um, Isaiah eleven twelve and Revelation seven one which speak about the four corners of the earth. Yeah, and I don't know yeah, if you guys have yeah. ever looked at a ball, but there are no corners. There are no corners. Mm-hmm. So people say like, no, they're just talking about like the coordinates, like north, south, east, west. I don't know. Um, I don't know. No, I, I don't think so because they, they, they didn't have north, south, east, and west. They traveled by stars. Mm-hmm. They, astronomy was used for mapping. So there was no north, south, east, west. They didn't have a name for east or west or north or south in right. biblical times. They didn't. I don't. Wow. I don't. I, I've never thought of that. Yeah. So they use those verses to kind of say like we're either on some like round flat thing or a square flat thing. That's like, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Well, even if um, so, so flat earthers aren't necessarily atheists. No, Be- because mm-hmm. they they definitely believe in some sort of creator. Oh yeah, uh, or some sort of purpose. Purpose or which creation. I don't think that is really an atheist concept at all. No, mm-hmm. no, but the the creation por- portion right. of it. So I mean, it, we're not saying flat earthers are Christians, but I'm saying I'm not saying you you can't, can't be be a flat earther, right? Yeah. And be a Christian at the same there's time. A, there's a lot of Christians that are flat believe. earthers. In the flat earth theory. Mm-hmm. Now, I know there's a lot of Christians that believe in uh, 
All yeah. kinds of stuff. All yeah, kinds all, of kind, stuff. all kinds of crap. <laughs> but uh, but that definitely believe in the timeline that we've been given that the you know the Earth is really only six hundred. No, thousand. But but what I'm saying is th- there's Christians who debate science all the time, right? Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, I guess it's not a far stretch to say I can be a Christian and a flat earther at the same time. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what's the what is the point unless there is some sort of control. It's uh, the control. It's the, it, you know, white dudes with yeah. freaking money <laughs> scared of butt sex. <laughs> That's all it is. It all comes back to butt stuff. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it, it really does. That's the reason they created the globe. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> exactly. 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 All right, um, what else we got? Well, where do y'all want to go next? I kind of want to uh kind of want to touch on chemtrails for a minute here. Yeah. Um I know we're not like all as familiar with it, but what I'll do is read a brief summary about the whole chemtrails thing. Okay, cuz I know nothing about them. Okay. Um, so the chemtrail conspiracy theory is based on the erroneous belief that long lasting. Did I say that right? Erroneous, mm-hmm. erroneous, erroneous, erroneous. Like I was error. right. Nice. There we go. Based on the erroneous belief that long. I don't know why I don't read stuff before I get on here and do it. I'm like, I oh, like here it. it is. I'll Just read go that. With it. I like it. <laughs> the erroneous belief that uh, long lasting condensation trails are chemtrails consisting of chemical and biological agents left in the sky by high-flying aircraft sprayed for nefarious purposes undisclosed to the general public. Believers in this conspiracy theory <laughs> conspiracy theory say that while normal contrails um, dissipate relatively quickly, contrails that linger must contain additional substances. Those who subscribe to the theory speculate that the purpose of the chemical release may be solar radiation management, weather modification, uh, physio- uh, I'm sorry, psychological manipulation, um, human population control, <laughs> or biological or chemical warfare, and that the trails are causing respiratory illness and other health problems. They killing us out here. Yeah, I don't know if I'm... Now I'm in. I, I don't know if I'm, I'm in, in on, yeah, the, on the mind control, just because of the height, just because of what would dissipate from 30,000 feet. So what I've... The little, the very limited amount of things that I've looked into this say that a lot of it is like heavy metals, so like aluminum, iron, things like that, that are being <laughs> sprayed down, which do have neurological impact. Yeah. So like that would kind of factor into. So maybe they're trying to cause some like neurotoxicity for mind, mind control. Mind control. Yeah. Not even just control, just dumbing us down. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you have uh, certain levels of iron in your system. Um, you're, you are more susceptible to that's one of the chemical imbalances to a lot of um, psychological disorders is you you find a person who has a lot of iron in their system and it's how the brain processes that material uh, as it as it you know as the blood gets pumped and everything like that mm-hmm. it, it when you hear someone say chemical imbalance that is attributed to it. You know, right. if someone has a lot of that mentality. So I, I, I just can't get behind it's 30,000 feet. And there's, there's a, there's a lot of empty space, uh, on, 
on the ground. Like there's a lot of forest. There's a lot of, you know, unpopulated stuff. So it's just kind of like, I don't know. There's, there's no rhyme or reason. Well, it's like it's wherever not, it falls, it falls. And it's not right. just like the commercial I, I can, airlines. But I can get behind weather control. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, that's yeah, not that's even a, a conspiracy. Yeah. So, like, that's just a fact. I know there's weather seating. Yeah. And, so and they do China, a lot of that. China did yeah. that for the opening ceremony. Like, right. they did some weather control to make sure that it stayed clear before the opening ceremony. Mm. Right. So, like, that's just something that happens. Yeah. And so, that's why our, like, uh, the meteorologists are a lot more accurate with their forecasts now. Yeah, because they because know. Because of modifications, yeah. So, um, you can do, like, a simple experiment. And I mean, anyone can really do this, but if you're a kid, make sure you have like some parents around or something like, (laughs) so it, you know, basically jet fuel is, is kerosene. It's basically what it is. Um, it's a little bit more potent than kerosene, but it's essentially on the molecular level. It's, it's the exact same thing as kerosene. So if you take kerosene and you put it in a squirt bottle, Mm -hmm in a water bottle, say, and you poke a hole in it and you squirt out the kerosene and light it at the end. And what you essentially have is what would happen with a jet engine. The, the exhaust from that jet engine would become the flame that there is. And if you put that in a vacuum, okay, if you put that in, you know, an enclosed area where there's no atmosphere that can affect it, it doesn't leave a trail. And even on that small of a level, um, you would be able to replicate what happens with a jet engine saying that it le- it would leave some sort of evidence be- behind it. Um, even an afterburner on an F-16, if you watch a, a, an F-16 take off, whatever dissipates behind it is very, very, very small. The only thing that you will get from an F-16 is air strafing from the wings. And the the reason that is is because the metal from the wings is heating up and the air around it is cool. Therefore, it creates a little cloud, basically, when it moves through the air. There's no reason to have miles long of things after a jet. I just, I can't get my head around it. And I was driving the other day and I looked up and... There's just this long trail behind this huge jet. And I just, I I don't understand it. I don't, there's nothing for me that explains that. Just because of the the basic physics of it, of, of it all. And that if we're saying that they're using jet fuel, there's no reason for the exhaust to be making that. None whatsoever. Jet fuel burns about as clean as it can. Uh, it burns a hundred times cleaner than gasoline and a thousand times cleaner than diesel. So there's, you know, if you have diesel, you, what do you see with diesel engines? You see smoke coming out of the exhaust or whatever. Even with uh, your unleaded gas in the morning, you start your car up. What do you see coming out of the bed? You see that kind of smoke or whatever, that condensation being spit. Kerosene doesn't do that whatsoever. Why? You know, why do we see these things? Because it's not kerosene. It's not it can't be. It like, can't, it can't, there's can't, no way. There has to be something else. Heavy metal. Heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have heavy metal coming out of my car every morning. <sighs> Again, I'll be here all week. This is what I'm yeah. I'm here for. I I haven't looked I haven't looked enough into chemtrails. I, I it, but it's something that interests. We'll get on that. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Maybe next time we do a conspiracy episode, we'll yeah. be more detailed in the chemtrails. Okay. I'm down with that. All yeah. right, what else we got? All right, what's next? Where do y'all want to go? I'd say, uh, why don't we do fluoride? You want to do fluoride? Let's do okay. fluoride. So, do you guys know what you know what fluoride is, right? So it's I know it's in my toothpaste, right? Yeah, it's and in, in my drink. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Um. So fluoride is a naturally occurring element. Um, and it's found in soil. It's found in water. Naturally, it. It exists in different levels. Now, is it is it the the product of of something like? Is it because of something that is broken down? It's an element. It's an element. Yeah. Okay. So it's an element. Um. So fluoridation of water began in 1945 in Grand Rapids, Michigan, um, because scientists found that people in areas where fluoride naturally occurred in the water, those people had less instances of cavities and tooth decay things like that so they decided that those things were linked so fluoride in drinking water prevents tooth decay totally okay fine. i know yeah. that so yeah. we're we're hanging in there yeah um people almost immediately did not like the idea of adding things to our drinking water mm. um it yeah. just seems completely out of your control there was never a vote there was never anything like that it was just like Okay, scientists found this. Okay, boom, mandated. Like, it's in all of our drinking water. Oh. And it's one part per million, which is decently high Yeah. Um, for what it is. So there are all kinds of theories about fluoride and that it causes all sorts of diseases, um, from anemia to cancer to Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. um, osteosarcomas, yeah, control, neurotoxicity. So there have been... All kinds of cases. So fluoride has been found to cause osteosarcomas in rats, which is bone tumors. Um, so if you expose rats to higher levels of fluoride, they get these bone tumors. Mm. Now, cancer.gov says that they've done studies and they can't find links to this in humans, which is interesting to me because rats and mice are models for right. the human body. Right. Yeah. So if it's occurring in mice, why is it not occurring in humans? That could be a conspiracy in and of itself yeah, that it one is of those, occurring. One, one of the big reasons for that is the reproductive system of a of a rat or a mouse it closely mirrors what, mm-hmm. what a human does just on a small. When we did level. the zombie episode too, there was a part we had about um, the test that they're running on mice right now and how it could go wrong. Right. And then we got a zombie outbreak on our hands. Because of fluoride? No, oh, it was okay. something totally different. But it, it's oh. mice. and They're doing that you. on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did <laughs> cancer.gov says fluoride, not a big thing, like no problem. It's not causing cancer. Move on. Um, there are all kinds of little like groups of anti-fluoride people that are like, this is bad. Like mm-hmm. it might not be causing cancer, but it's doing all sorts of bad things. Like there's more Alzheimer's in the population. There's more anemia in the population. Kids are stupider. Like what's yeah. going on? Yeah. It's like so- something's changed. <laughs> Uh, which sounds bad, but so there's a lot of pushback and yeah, that's, that's the what dental society is like, believe. listen, that's, 
you guys are dumb. This mm-hmm. is, it's safe. It's good for your teeth. Why are you guys arguing? Mm-hmm. The argument is not that fluoride is bad for your teeth at all. The argument is that overfluoridating causes these bad outcomes. So there are actually a couple studies, if I can pull them up, from Harvard. Um, so these are Harvard-run studies that show that increased exposure to fluoride causes lowered IQ mm-hmm. in the developing brain. Almost nine points, mm-hmm. which is crazy. That's what yeah, Allie that, told me this morning. She that, said that, that is crazy. Nine her dad is... told them, don't drink the water. Seven um, points. It's got fluoride me. in it, and it's made us all dumb. Se- yeah. Seven points is very drastic. Yeah. I know and, Clay and, and Kayla the same way. If that's if and that's probably the average. So there's, you know, to get the average, you have higher and you have lower. And so that that's. But they said it was statistically significant, so p value of less than point zero five, um, which means there's a ninety five percent chance that that's not random. Yeah, mm-hmm. even the I, IQ thing. So to to be considered a genius, it's one forty two is what your IQ has to be. But there's a there's a there's a huge drop off, like. Uh, a normal person operates in between 105 and 115. Yeah. That that's only 10 points. You know, 105 to 115. So if you're at 109 and <laughs> I mean 7 points under the I mean think about and that's just the average person. I mean that's just, you know, Joe Blow who, you know, did his 12 years of, you know, school and you know didn't challenge whatever you know got c's and whatever you drop below that and you in some states you're you're considered mentally retarded right and well, i hate using that word but well that's the that's what they yeah, that's right. the word they use for right well and when you're born you have a genetic propensity for a certain range of iq points right. that you could be within so you know you could let's say you have a kid and they have the ability to be somewhere between a 110 and a 120. Right. Depending on what you feed them, right. where they go to school, how you raise them, whatever. If you raise them in a barrel, like they're sure. probably going to have a 110. Right. If you give them every opportunity, you know, they could push that 120. Right. But if you're adding this fluoride, you might not even give them the chance to get the one. Gosh, yeah. that is. Wow. That's, yeah, that's dude. serious. So, th- but there's all this pushback from these dental societies saying like, no, we need this because you know, it, it's better for your teeth. It's better for whatever, but don't they make money from no, bad definitely. teeth? So yeah. why are they pushing that? What's the agenda? Uh, let me ask you, is there an alternative to fluoride for teeth? Um, you don't need it in your drinking water because it's in your toothpaste. It's in so, your mouthwash. So, so it's in your dental treatment. So being okay with it for toothpaste we're, I don't use it in my toothpaste. Okay. I buy fluoride-free toothpaste okay. because I I don't want to poison my brain. So I have to drink tap water because I don't have time to distill my own water at my house, which you can do. You can Google. If you yeah. if you can only afford tap water, you can look up how to distill water. It's not expensive. It just takes some time. I'm sure Ann and Andrew don't have to worry about No, they paid $8,000 for a water filtration system for their house. Apparently that's some good showers too. I haven't. Taken I thought a shower you were going there. somewhere else with that. I thought oh. you were like. Apparently that's some good. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> that's some good sh- sh- showers. Probably is though. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. I, I bet all that is nice so, and clean. <laughs> it, it, here's something. When we moved into the house that we moved into, 
uh, Lee's hair was getting all kinds of dry out or whatever. And she was like, it's hard water. It's hard water. It's hard water. I always thought that hard water was you have too much iron or too much calcium in your water. Turns out fluoride, Mm. the, the city water system, if you have too much fluoride in, in your water, it, it's considered hard water. So we had to buy filters for all of our, uh, for everything, you know, everything coming out of a tap had to have a filter to make our, our water normal. And it's still probably not as normal as what it would be coming out of a spring, but it's, it's filtered at least some. Well, and what people don't realize is there's all kinds of crap in the water that you drink. There's sewage, yeah, hard metals, like all kinds of things. And a lot of that is because we don't have an infinite supply of water, so we have to, you know, purify and recycle. But then they're adding things in that we never voted on or asked for or approved of. Yeah, what? Again, and we're paying for it. You know, yeah. we pay for water. You, you're, you're paying for that water treatment. So you should have a say in what goes in it or what doesn't go in it. Wow, I never, I mean, I, I've just never thought of it. Right. I've, I've and now it's all you're going to be able to think about. Now, I, I've known for some time of wastewater treatment. So basically what a city will do is all your wastewater, all your sewage or whatever gets sent to a wastewater treatment plant. It gets filtered. It gets uh, chemicalized or whatever. It doesn't it, really get filtered. It just gets chemicalized. Well, I mean, you don't get chunks, chunks of stuff. Distill your water sometime yeah. and look at it. You don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> Gross. I'll pass. It's nasty. Um, but I've known about that for for some time, right? Um, because there's there's no way in a city of let's just say forty thousand people that they are constantly uh, relying on a natural water source. Their water is recycled and recycled and recycled and recycled, and the only way that they can do that is through the chemical process, right? Now I've known about that for some time, but I I. I I've never thought about what chemicals are they actually using to purify my, quote unquote, air quotes, purify my water to send it back to me. That's scary. And there's a lot of stuff that it's in, too. I didn't even realize. Baby formula, um, canned soup. There's fluoride in baby Mm -hmm. formula? Fluoride in baby formula, canned soup. Why Uh, is there fluoride in baby formula? It is naturally occurring, but the fluoride they put in is typically synthetic, which doesn't really have much of the benefits that naturally occurring fluoride does. Babies don't have teeth. They so do what, have a brain. What, right. What's the positive there? Dumb them down. Oh, my God. Got to make sure those baby teeth are strong. Mm-hmm. Yep. Packaged and processed uh, foods. Uh, kombucha. Is that how you say it? I have no idea. No, I don't think it. Juice it tastes ice. like really bad. Yeah. Beer and wine. Unless they are imported from Europe. Or other areas that don't fluoridate the water. There's a good question. What uh, is there? A, what's the fluoride situation over in Europe? I have no idea. Don't know. So typically, from what I understand about fluoride, which I, I don't work in a water treatment facility, but most developed countries have at some point in their history fluoridated their water. We are about the very last developed country to still fluoridate our water. Mm. Everybody else has been like, I don't know about all that. USA, USA. They've just now given us the option to start to vote on it if you want it in the water or not. Wow. 
Alabama. So Alabama just passed some legislation that says if the you know if the city doesn't want Alabama it, of all places, yeah, man. They did try to ban all marriage when gay marriage got legalized. So we're always innovative thinking Look over at in Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> you, you know, you hear Alabama and you think. It's Alabama. It's Alabama. We don't need any help to be on the lower end. Right. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> They're just, we're trying to hang on to what we got, you know? Yeah. Wow. I, I, I don't know. that. This bothers me. It, it truly bothers me. Now, let me ask you. So, we buy uh, bottled water, spring water. Is it, it, It's better than tap water. Better, right. But it's... It's not spring water, is it? Oh no, it's, it, it still it's goes filtered through. and purified. I'm, from what I understand, it doesn't have the fluoride content that tap water does. Okay, that makes me feel. Who a who better. gets to drink tap water? General population. General population. People that the can't lower afford. End. Yeah. Who can't Think afford it. seven dollars sy- for a twelve pack of water? Case, it's systematic yeah. racism. It really is. It's it is gentrification. Yep, keeping people poor and barefoot. Yeah, I mean, even if you look at, let, let's not look at inner city, let's look at rural, uh, these water companies that you have, co-ops or whatever, they're doing the same thing to the poor folks who are, you know, out there living in the sticks. Oh, yeah. So it's it's not just a urban, God, this is blowing my mind. It's classism. It, it, tru- it truly is. It's keeping... It's it's keeping that level of person at that level at, at at the at the basic your most basic necessity mm-hmm. water. Yep, you have to have it. You cannot look at stuff like the fluoride issue or the moon landing or chemtrails or whatever it is. There's far too many things. If you don't think that the government and the people who were over us wouldn't be capable of doing something like that. You're sadly mistaken. Well, just as a, the government is not scared of putting things no. that will kill us into oh, other no. things. Oh, so no. during what do you guys know about the prohibition thing where they were trying to, you know, stop the bootlegging. Uh-uh. Yeah. So people were distilling like alcohol cleaning products and turning it into booze because mm. they could. Right. So the government found out about this and they started putting more and more and more hazardous chemicals into what was being distilled. They ended up killing thousands and thousands of people mm-hmm. and they knew it yeah. because they were just trying to make a statement. There was a show, it was I think it was on HBO and I remember them because and that's what they did. They distilled they were bootleggers, they distilled alcohol during the prohibition and there was something about they were buying uh, medicinal alcohol, basically rubbing alcohol and turning it into drinking alcohol. Um, but what they were running into is there was so much strychnide and cyanide in in the what they were getting, and this was the government issued stuff. Oh my gosh! But I remember watching that, and and like it killed like a hundred and some odd people in this town or whatever, but. So, I mean, it's a real thing. Yeah. They're not scared to try to control us. No. No. I, at I, all. No. Yeah. They've been doing it for so long, and they're so good at it. Yeah. And we are left helpless. It, 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 it really is tyranny 
and I don't want to get all political or anything like that. But, but it's it, both sides. There's it, nothing. Oh yeah, there's nothing it, partisan about it. It's it, just anything. Dot gov. Yeah, is a tyrannical has a tyrannical stronghold on just the regular people. You're right. The only thing about the sides are is who's getting who's getting paid what from who. They're just getting different checks from different people, basically. Right. Um, and we're the ones that that are paying for it in the end and suffering and dumbing our kids down. God, that that just that bothers me. It only affects the developing brain. So, all the old white people that are in charge. It's not affecting them. No, it's not going to affect them. And they can afford their Perrier water and yeah. their, you know, it's just, it's one thing after another. I'm getting sick of finding out things that is being done to humanity at, at just, I mean, and it's just so easy for it to be done. I'm just getting so sick of finding out about it. I I just want to move to Alaska, build a log cabin, and live (laughs) off the grid, and hunt some elk or something, and just leave me alone. I don't know. It's just, it's bothersome. Tell me about the fluoride killing the dinosaurs. Oh, that was a fever dream I had, but... I wouldn't be surprised if I'm fluoride... sorry, what? Wait. Yeah, wait. Wait a second. So I texted Blake when I said I was coming back to town. Because he was like, next time you're in town, we'd love to have you. Blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, okay. Um, I sent him this picture. Okay, I get that it. I okay, I get it. <laughs> I have to. to. I sent him this picture, and it said, fluoride killed the dinosaurs. This is what I did during my stats class. This is the only evidence that this ever happened, and I drew it. So okay. it's not real. Okay. I, I'm going to run gonna with new, it. My new... So you heard it here first. <laughs> fluoride fluoride killed, killed the dinosaurs. How dare it? How dare it? <laughs> but they had really nice teeth. Yeah. That's why we still yeah, have they them. They did. Yeah, exactly. We still find them. Megalodon. Yeah. So my new favorite thing to do is to just talk about conspiracy theories, whether or not I believe them, just out loud to make people feel uncomfortable. Um, my, I, I do that too. Like one of my yeah. first days in Birmingham, we had this um, like dinner reception thing for the fellows and I got I pounded a one too many glasses of wine too fast <laughs> and we were standing there in utter silence because people that are really smart sometimes have a hard time socializing yeah and we're just standing there all looking at our feet and I said I mean we don't know the earth isn't flat no one was speaking at all it was just you <laughs> just out of nowhere yeah I think I was talking to myself and everyone just looked at me and no one has spoken to me since. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. <laughs> She's one of those. And then we got in the elevator and it was really quiet. And I said, so have you guys read the Harvard fluoride study? And, and it was no, just more silence. Just more silence. <laughs> but it's one of my favorite things to do is just see how far I can push people. Yeah. It's I, fun. I, yeah, we enjoy that too. Yeah, yeah. we enjoy that. <laughs> I'm all about that. Well, and you guys talked, so I hadn't listened in a while because I like to have a good bit because I like to binge shows. So yeah. I, I rotate my shows every couple weeks. Sure. So I went, I finally listened to all the cult episodes and you guys touched on so many good theories. Touched on MK Ultra, which I love. Oh, definitely. Touched on Jesus is an alien. Yeah. Which makes a ton of sense to me. Um, it's just so much good stuff. I was very impressed. Well, I mean, 
on both of those, I mean, MK Ultra is a thing. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's a real documented thing. And number two, God is an alien. He's an extraterrestrial. He is not from this earth. Therefore, by definition, he's an extraterrestrial. Yeah. Point blank period. That you can't argue with. <laughs> probed the Virgin Mary and Whoa. made a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so. Also, that, like good. angels, six wings, like that's an alien. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I love watching ancient aliens on the History Channel. And I especially love watching it when they start doing the biblical stuff mm-hmm. because all like J- Jacob's ladder and you know all all kinds of biblical stories or whatever and aliens they're, and they're like how is this not just an alien abduction right P- people who didn't know how to describe technology are describing it like this um, and I just think it's so cool to think outside the box like that and say and just challenge the narrative that's been pushed down everyone's throat. I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying it's so cool to think outside the box and say, wow, what if this was possible? For real. It doesn't change the way I feel about things. This is just awesome to think that this could happen this way. Mm-hmm. I think that anybody that thinks that they understand exactly what God is is making him too small. You know, yeah. so like we, if you think you got it figured way out, too you're many probably people. wrong. We know way too many people like that, and way too many people, and, and even recently, who, if you don't believe this this way, then you're wrong. If you don't believe this fundamental value or this core value of this, mm-hmm. then you're wrong. Okay, I'm wrong. You know, I. I'm okay with saying I'm wrong just to say I don't necessarily believe everything that's told to me. Yeah. I like finding things out for myself. There's nothing wrong with doing your research. Do your research. Do your research. We're working on that. Um, And asking questions. About anything. About About anything. About dinosaurs. About God. About if the earth is 600,000 years old. Right. I'm not mad at those people who believe that the earth is 600,000 years old because they have something that they believe in and they're passionate about it and they try to find out and prove it. And that is awesome to me. I don't know. (laughs) I can go much further than that. But the passion that someone has for something like that, that's thinking outside of the box, that's challenging the norm. I am down with it. Yeah. I, I want more of it. Mm-hmm. That That's what propels us. And that's what, man, intelligent conversation is so far and few between these days because all we talk about is regurgitated social media and regurgitated beliefs and regurgitated values. And anytime something goes sideways with any of those three things, that's what we talk about. That's, oh, well, so-and-so, Lauren Daigle, so-and-so went on. Why are we talking about that? Well, we're talking about that because it's freaking regurgitated stuff and someone did something different. Right. It's not an intellectual conversation whatsoever. Instead, we need to be talking about real things Instead of what so-and-so believes and what so-and-so thinks. Who cares? Who gives a crap? Let's talk about what are they putting in my water? 
Let's talk about what are they putting in the in the sky above us. Let's talk about have we been being fed a freaking lie for 70 years about the space program? We have. <laughs> and then as someone who works in the research field, like, don't get me wrong, you need to do your homework. Like, mm-hmm. you need to, you know, ask questions and then don't just decide the answer yourself. Go out, find the evidence, support one way or the other, figure it out, and then have an educated belief about something or an educated knowledge base understanding. Don't just blindly follow anything. Right. Like, am I being facetious and thinking that the earth is flat? Like, a little. Like, I don't. It's probably not flat, but it could be. Like yeah, from right. what I've seen, be open to it. I have yeah, no right. reason to think one way or the other. But then you've got people like anti-vaxxers who there is no evidence for that. There's there's never been a real study that's actually been funded that's shown that vaccines cause autism. And if you think that your kid being autistic is better than your kid being dead, like there's something wrong with you. Right, yeah. exactly. Like you're not there's no fact about that. There's no understanding, there's no knowledge. It's different. Blindly following is different than questioning. Right. Or or even, I, I'm all about the scientific method. I think the scientific method can be applied to anything, mm-hmm. even religion, because what you do is you have a question. And with that question, you have your hy- hypothesis. Now, what you do is you go out and you find facts and you do research, not to support your hypothesis, but... To see if it proves true or not. And being able to accept the results one way or the other is what makes the scientific method so great. Hmm, I wonder if the earth is flat. I think that the earth is not flat. Let me go out and do my freaking research and Mm -hmm. find out. Not the other way around. Not have a hypothesis and say... I don't think the world is flat. Let me go find everything I can to say that the earth is not flat. Mm-hmm. You have to look at it both ways. You have to take in all of the data, all of all of the information, and come up with a relative thought. But sheeple don't want to do that. Mm-mm. Very true. What you got pulled up, Blake? Uh, so this was just going back to um, we were talking about the government and, mm-hmm. you know, what have you of controlling things and your experiments and things like that. Have you ever heard of the Tuskegee, Tuskegee syphilis experiment? Yes. When we try to get research participants, it's usually a hard time trying mm-hmm. to get African-American people to participate because they still don't trust research. Never heard of that, Brian? No. So I saw really? this. I it, this is crazy. About. This oh, is crazy. Please tell so the story. I was watching um, a documentary on um, Shudder called uh, Horror Noir about the history of African-Americans in horror movies, how they were portrayed, you know, and and where we're at now. And uh, a big influence on a lot of movies like Night of the Living Dead and, you know, a lot of those classic movies um, was the Tuskegee syphilis experiment, which uh, the the Tuskegee... um, Tuskegee. Is that what it is? Tuskegee? Like the Tuskegee Airmen? Okay. That Tuskegee, African American pilots in yeah. World War Two. Tuskegee, Tuskegee, gotcha. The Tuskegee Boom. study of un, uh, untreated syphilis in the Negro male was an infamous and unethical clinical study conducted between 1932 and 1972 by the U.S. Uh, Public Health Service. Wait, say that one more time. Thirty-two between 72. thirty-two and seventy-two. 
Okay. Uh, by the U.S. The Public Health Act. Service. The purpose of the study was to observe the, uh, observe the natural history of untreated syphilis. Um, the African-American men in the study were told they were receiving free health care from the United States government. And they injected them with syphilis mm-hmm. and just watched. Yep. That happened. That happened. Recently. Yes. Like 45 For- years ago. Yes. For decades, they just went on and they, on. They said they were getting free health care, and they mm-hmm. injected them with an STI and then just watched what happened. Yep. So there you go. That makes me so angry. Yep. I mean, it really does. And I want to I want to look up a whole lot more about that whenever we... It's pretty simple. Like, yeah, that's, I, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it, but I know there's some specials. Oh, um, yeah. I've come across some stuff on YouTube. I just haven't watched it yet. Um but I had never heard of that until I watched that documentary. I had no, I mean. When you, you know. take a, when you take a psych 101 class, you have to learn about it because it's very fundamental in our research integrity now. It's that, you know, you have to inform the participant of the actual risk. You have to really do what you're saying that you're going to do. You have to get IRB approval. You have to jump through all these hoops and it's, you know, a pain in the ass, but it keeps things like this from happening. Mm-hmm. I it is so sad too because if you look at the pictures, I mean, they're they're happy. Like they're thinking they're getting free health care, you know, and here's this white guy just here's my injecting it. Here's what bothers me the most about it. Let's just on the surface. Okay, they did this from forty two to seventy two. Thirty two to seventy two to seventy two. On the surface. In America, African Americans were second class citizens. We know this. We can accept that as history. So from 32 to 64, okay, government, this is a historical fact. You did this, you treated these people this way. Carte blanche, across the board, they were second class and everything. You did this. Mm -hmm. Why did it not stop in 64? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I don't want to say I can give you a pass for the previous years because it's horrific and it's monstrous. Yeah. But historically, I can say, okay. But once you have a turning point where they are no longer second-class citizens by your definition, mm-hmm. why are you continuing that test for eight years or that experiment for eight years that it that there is zero excuse for that and it just goes to show you that they don't care they don't care what they do who finds out what law they break as long as their agenda gets done that is just it's horrible yeah it's 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 very sad to look at look at the pictures yeah. I, I'm not going to look at so pictures. sad. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it's not this that is not a theory. Like no, that, that is happened. A fact. That like, happened. That is historical. It's disgusting. Forty years. On and on and that on. That people still call and say, My mom told me that I should never participate in research because yep. of what you guys did at Tuskegee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything at Tuskegee. No. But you know, my my profession did. My profession yeah. did a disservice by not, you know, 
informing people of the risks, treating people like human beings. Like it was all about, we just need results. We don't need care how rats. we get it. Yeah. And it's, it's better for us to find out what really happens in humans than to use some sort of animal or something like that. Like we just want to know, we don't really care what mm-hmm. happens. The, the, the 30 years there is monstrous and, and it's, it's disgusting but the eight years it continued on is criminal. Yeah. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. It's criminal. Those people responsible, I bet they've never been held accountable for that. Mm-mm. Nope. That's rough. That's Sad really day. rough. Man, what a downer. I know. Jeez. You guys want to talk about the simulation theory? Oh, yes. End it on a high note. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So, I need something. <laughs> so the simulation theory is the, <laughs> this is all, I'm kind of ad lib here, but it's the idea that we're all in a big computer program um, that, and that someone is playing. So we're just in a giant game of The Sims, mm. basically. Have you watched... Uh, what? Oh, what's the, what's the movie on Netflix? I don't... Bandersnatch. No. Black Mirror Bandersnatch. I've heard it's good. I haven't it's, watched it. Though. It's it's crazy, man. It's uh, you make the decisions for that freaks me out. The main character, even so much as to what type of cereal he eats that day, you know. Wild. Yeah. So there's five different endings that you can get from the movie. Um, some decisions you make uh, ends up, you know, it, it, someone could end up dying or something and you can go back and you can change it and you can do a different, it, you know, it's, there's, right. it's, it's all over the place, but yeah, that's, that's basically the, the yeah. storyline of the movie. So if you, if you ever play the Sims, like you can make, you make people or whatever and you make your, your right. world and you can manage your world. Right. You can either actively play and be like, okay, like my Sim right. Jordan is going to do this. They're going to make lunch and then they're gonna change their baby's diaper and then they're gonna play games on the computer whatever and so you like set them up and they they do those things or you can just let it run observe and the sims will do whatever it is that they need to do Mm. if they're hungry their needs go down they'll go get some food if they are bored they'll you know pick up an instrument or do something like that but you can either play or watch them live live in quotes. Mm-hmm. So the simulation theory is that some thing or someone is some is sitting there and we're just in their, their game mod. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's wild. It's Be- wild. Yeah. I mean, because there for a second I was going to say, well, what about, but as soon as you started describing how the Sims work, I mean, they have cognitive, they have cognitive reasoning within the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they can make those decisions. Like they can make relationships. They can have a baby. Like they can do all mm-hmm. this stuff on their own. Ooh, or you wow. could step in and stop them. Mm-hmm. Or you can add mods to the game. You can cheat the game. You can do these things That's that crazy. create <laughs> drama or yeah. different careers or whatever. That is crazy. It's wild. Yeah. So who's playing it? I don't know. It, so The Sims is just a it's a projection of our actual world, right? Skynet. Sk- it all comes back to Skynet. It's freaking Skynet. Yep. And if Neo freaking oh my lord, it all it's all coming together now. Mm-hmm. We're just batteries. Yep. The Matrix. <laughs> Red pill? Blue pill. Wow. 
I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> yeah, don't don't think too hard. <laughs> My mind is going a thousand miles an hour right now. So, and you know how we have like deja vu or whatever, yeah, and people's yeah. or um, what's it called, the Mandela effect, Mandela things effect. like that. Yep. Those could be crossovers from previous runs of the game, mm-hmm. previous oh realities gosh. of the game. You know about this? Yeah, and you've never told me. I thought you already knew about it. I think it's totally plausible. <laughs> I didn't <I> know that. <laughs> yeah, we talked about the Mandela effect yeah. with uh, the parallel universe episode. But it, I mean, it makes so much. I mean, and now that I'm running through all three of the <laughs> Matrix movies in my mind, oh my lord! Yeah, like trying it to makes, tell you. It makes yeah. sense. They're just trying to tell you. And all the other theories that we talked about fit into the simulation theory. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Anything fits into the simulation theory. Mm-hmm. Definitely. The e- world could alternate e- between round and flat in the simulation theory. Mm-hmm. Right. It could be round when we look at it from a distance, and it could be flat while we're on it. Right. Mm-hmm. And and depending on, oh my gosh, depending on your interpretation of things, you're, everyone's right. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I know what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be watching some YouTube Up all night. videos. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. You get those good ones where the robots are narrating. Oh, yeah. This oh. is the simulation theory. Very creepy. Oh, yes. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm about to check it out. They're it's taking wild. over, man. Yep. I mean, it makes you think about a lot of stuff. Like, why do you do what you do? What, right. Right. What drives you to make those What's decisions? What's the end game? Or, uh-huh. Yeah. Or, or, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. The end game. Why would we have careers ever? Yeah. Unless it's someone controlling it. You know, there's no need for a career. There's no need for currency. There's no need for any of that unless it's controlled. That is, that's, yeah. That's pretty dang cool. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love to talk about sim theory. Well, listeners. Yeah. We have definitely <laughs> given you something to think about. Yep. And tell us what you think about it. If you're, if you think it's crap, tell us, tell us why. Claire, I want to play a game. Yeah, Absolutely. We've got we've got a game. All right. I'm worried, but you. I'm ready. Okay, so um what this game is gonna be is basically um good idea or bad idea. It's time for Good Idea or Bad Idea. <laughs> In right. the hot seat today, we have Claire Eastep. Yay. All right, Claire. My first good idea, bad idea question for you. And basically, the rules of the game are there are no rules. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> we just make it up as we go. But tell us if these headlines, these hot topics in your opinion, are good ideas or bad ideas. All right. The first one comes to us from North Carolina. Mm. A school district in North Carolina is heavily weighing the option to arm their teachers. Bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) The school says it is voting in April. The school board has put forth a proposal for arming teachers who have registered and passed the... Required, requ- re- 
pass the required courses and carry the requirements to carry a firearm. Bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that one teacher who was concealed carrying shoot himself in the leg? Look, going yeah. to the bathroom? Here, you know what I've noticed? Like, there are so many, I, I don't know, like, teacher sex scandals going on right now. Yeah. A gun would help. And they're all chicks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Young women, chicks, what yeah. young women of America, I am proud of you because you are setting a great <laughs> example in not having relationships with your teachers, unlike the dudes who keep trying oh. to get hot with teacher. <laughs> Go ahead, Blake, what's your. Um, so, what do you think about permanent daylight savings time? Like the time never changes? Yes. Oh. Good so, idea. So there's no spring forward or great fallback. idea. You Just agree we never, with President we never do that Trump? Again. Oh. <laughs> Some things. McDonald's is pretty decent, oh, and I think go. that there shouldn't be daylight savings time. <laughs> oh, that is good. That is good. All right, Claire. He just doesn't know how to read an analog clock. <laughs> That's really it. That's good. That's real good. All right, um, let's see. The next one, I think I'm going to steal one of Blake's, but he stole one of mine. I did. <laughs> All right, a uh, da, 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 legislation in Oregon is going to make it illegal. Can you see where I'm going with this? No. No? Is it is going to make it illegal to require children to be vaccinated. Bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> do, I, do I get to choose which children aren't vaccinated? No. Oh, just dang. Just their parents. <laughs> the leg- legislation states <laughs> that um, uh, parents are not going to be held accountable if they choose to send their kids to the schools, enroll them in bad the school idea, district. Bad idea, bad idea, bad idea, bad idea. And are not vaccinated. Listen, if you want to be an idiot, that's your thing, but don't send your kid to my public school. With I my had, kid, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't want my kid to die from polio. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, this next one, uh, transhumanism. Okay. The belief or theory that the human race can evolve beyond its current physical and mental limitations, Heaven's especially <laughs> yeah, especially idea. by means of science and technology. Good idea. Captain America. Good idea. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Super soldiers, basically. Good idea if it's our side. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, so so we got, probably a bad idea. We got Steve Rogers on our side. Then All we're night fine. we've it's, been it's talking okay. about government having too much yeah. control. Now we're going to give them freaking super soldiers. Hey, y'all can do that. All they right. already have that. All right, Claire, this is my last one. Okay. It's it's not as good as, as Blake's super soldiers, but it is kind of like that. Okay. Now, some areas in Canada are already doing this, by the way. All right. Maine legislators are wanting to give parents the choice to choose the gender of their baby. And not like mm. how you're thinking, Claire and Blake, by <laughs> genetically engineering Bad a idea. boy or a oh, girl man. before <laughs> the child is developed in the womb. Whew. 
I was going to say good idea, but that's a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) That's really playing The Sims. (laughs) Congratulations. It's a, oh, you already chose it to be a boy. Okay, gotcha. All right. And my last one, throwing cheese on babies. It's a bad idea. (laughs) It's a really bad idea. It's really funny. But some people, <laughs> you can tell they hate that kid. Yeah. They're like, with that cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Slap them with some the cheese. Some of it is so angry. Some of it is so angry. Some of it is definitely abuse. Where do you draw the line? Here, here's the question for you. At what age is it inappropriate to, to throw, throw cheese, cheese on a baby? On a baby? I, I would... All, all, all ages. Would you throw cheese at Alec right now? Yes, that would okay. be hilarious. Yeah, I would, that would be. Funny. I would throw a wheel of cheese. I think there's out. like a, like a threshold <laughs> a above and, wheel of cheese. Ab- above and below that you can't throw cheese on someone. Yeah. Like really old people and really oh little. <laughs> Avery just turned thing. ten. Would you throw a slice I, of cheese? At I would her? never throw. Okay, not at no Avery. cheese. No. Would you throw a slice of cheese at? I'm trying to think of some kids, Henley. I would. No. That's hilarious. No. <laughs> no. I'd be scared of Anne. Yeah. yeah. And then I would throw cheese on Anne. Oh, there you go. I would throw cheese <laughs> on Anne. Yeah. Definitely throw cheese. Would I throw cheese on Asher? Probably not. Probably not. Henley? Hilarious. That's your godchild. I know. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Claire. Thank you for playing. Good yep. idea or bad idea. So uh, why don't we get into some music? Cool. And uh, Claire, we'll start with you. Sure. So I th- I thought it would be appropriate maybe for us to <laughs> listen to NASA by Ariana Grande. Yes. yes. Very appropriate. I've never heard this song. Yes, queen. What? I have never heard it. Mm-mm. I'm out of date. Really? With, uh, yeah, totally. Her new album's really good. I'll give her that. She's a great singer. Oh. Thank you, Kit Kat. Cat. <laughs> All right, well, here we go. NASA by Ariana Grande. hear that in the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, that, that, that belongs there. It's a bop. I love watching her do, uh, uh, and she probably doesn't do it anymore, but the celebrity impersonations, uh, celebrity she's singers. Good. Oh my lord, she's she's freaking she's awesome. I haven't seen good. that. It's on Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. Okay. Yeah. All right. Pretty good. Well, Brian, what's uh, what's your song for this like week? Like Half Faith in Me. 
Okay, I have faith in you. What's no, your song this that's, week? That's my oh, song. that's the song. That's oh, okay. I see what you did. I see what you did there. I got I full faith in you and this song. To remember. That's right. It's a banger all the way back from 2009. That's Boom. a really old song. We just hit it the is. 10 year mark on this album from it's Day a to good Remember. Album. I remember going to get that the day it came out. I am so old. Here we go. Have faith in me by a day to remember. Ask me that all the time. She's like, that's a good song. She'll ride around the, in the car with me. I don't like the guy yelling in the background. <laughs> Why is he yelling? <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so loud. It's because he's happy. He's happy. He's, happy. he's so happy. He's, he's so happy Jesus at his in at his girlfriend. Yes, from two thousand and nine. Um, so my song for this week came from a, a a video I watched last night that made me angry. Uh, in fact, Allie looked at me at one point and was like, you probably shouldn't watch that anymore if it's just making you angry. And I was like, well, these kids just don't know. It's a, it was the teens react to no. 2000s emo music <laughs> or pop punk. That's what it was, pop, pop punk. And they kept calling it emo. And I'm like, it's not emo. Shut up. <laughs> um, but they were playing the songs for the kids. And I mean, it was bangers. And they're like, I, I don't know. I, I, I It sounds familiar. But one of them was um, "Sweetness" by Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, and uh, they and didn't like that. They well, they liked it, but they didn't know it, and they were oh, like, "Oh, sad. yeah, you know." I've, one kid even said, "I feel like I missed out uh, in life." It's oh. like, "Yes, you did. Yes, you did." I think Ben Rector uh, put that song in his lyrics. Uh, yeah, um, about I can't remember the name of the song, mm-hmm. but. Um, Chris, our buddy Chris, told us mm-hmm. to go watch that video. It's oh, the director yeah. playing mm-hmm. with his high school band yeah. in his garage, and he's and part of the lyric is like, "Listening to Sweetness, Jimmy Eat World." Blah, nope. blah, blah. Yeah, so it's pretty good. <laughs> well, that's my pick: is "Sweetness" by Jimmy Eat World.
Such a shame. My favorite song know that. off of that album is Middle. Mm, middle is like very middle. good. Um, all right. Well, we're done. I think that's it. All right, Claire. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It was, this so, was so fun. Awesome. Yeah. Anytime you are in town and you want to do the podcast, you are welcome. Come on Absolutely. back. Absolutely. With mm-hmm. conspiracy theories or just what's pissing you off in the world or that's whatever. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a list myself. Yeah, I, I, I stay pissed off. Your cat <laughs> just went limp to my heart. Yeah, boneless. <laughs> Bo- completely boneless. Yeah, she goes boneless when she don't want to get up that's or right. be bothered. <laughs> it's like hurt my heart. <laughs> all right well, well thank, thank you guys for listening check us out wherever you listen to podcasts we're on all the social media we will catch you guys next week be nice to everyone or don't or don't <laughs> <laughs> just be mad at everybody and hate the world that's okay too <laughs> all right bye everyone bye